I'm Ben, as always I'm joined by Mike, Hello. and Claire, Hey. today we're going to talk about the Archons and the Veil, and if that sounds confusing, it is, mm. it's a bit of a doozy, we're going to try and explain it as best we can, it's a weird mix of aliens, spirituality and religion, so it's going to get messy isn't it? Yeah, yeah very. <laughs> Alright, let's thank some new maternity listeners and then we'll do some weird news. Well, we got them. Oh, Beirut in Lebanon, Johannesburg in South Africa, Gurigan in India, Kapol, Texas, Kharkiv in the Ukraine, Glasgow, United Kingdom, Carrollton, GA, Georgia. Yeah. Nice to see. I hope they were listening to us while they were doing a recall. <laughs> That'd be nice. Uh, Sacramento, California, Monroe, uh, North Carolina, London uh, in the United Kingdom, of course, Telford, our hometown, Las Vegas, Nevada. St. Paul, Minnesota, is that right? MN? Yes, I think it is. Yeah, Houston, Texas, Thomasville, Georgia, Tallinn, Estonia, up to three, wow, hello. Guadalajara and still top, Shady Nasty, Who? New York, or well, Shinactady. Shadynasty. Shadynasty. Alright, thanks for listening. Yeah. Tell nice. a friend. Why not? Tell several <laughs> friends if you've got them. Presumably not, because they listen to us. <laughs> sure, you're all very popular. Weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. This has gone under the, uh, well, it's not gone under our radar, has it? We just haven't spoke about it on the show for some... It's too mainstream. Some ma- yeah, it's gone too mainstream. Yeah. Fucking hipster monoliths. <laughs> <laughs> Appearing in plaid shirts with shitty goatees. Bastards. <laughs> for some reason, we, we didn't talk about this, and I don't know why we haven't. It slipped my mind. Yeah, it was kind of a big thing, I guess. We went mainstream, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the third one that's turned up and has appeared on top of a mountain in California. First one was in the desert, wasn't it, in America? Utah. 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 And then there was one in Romania. Yeah. So... There's one in the UK now. Is there? I, I've yeah. only heard of two. Three's, three's news to me today. I've heard four. Oh, whoa. Any, any <laughs> Where in the UK? Forget now. Oh, man, I've got to Google it yeah, now. Yeah, Google it. So there's no monolith in the UK no, yet? No, I've been fake newsed. Or you're, you dreamt of it. Maybe. Which means you're a conduit for the aliens that are leaving. Oh. <laughs> you really get a tinfoil hat. If it does appear in the UK now then, am I a prophet? No, Ooh. you're just the guy with the... I am, the... I'm a prophet. <laughs> I guess you are. <laughs> I <laughs> guess you would be. <laughs> that explains why you've been growing that beard. That's it. <laughs> Everything's falling into place. <laughs> explains why you just started wearing a loincloth and trotting around. I'm the 21st century Nostradamus. <laughs> God. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I'm going to start speaking in French quatrains. <laughs> Can you speak in English once? Because I don't speak French. And Claire, how's your French? Uh, poor. 
<laughs> yeah, better speak in English ones. Another mysterious metal monolith has appeared in the US, this time atop a mountain in California, a week after a similar structure was discovered in the deserts of Utah. The structure was spotted on Wednesday inside the small town of Atascadero in San Luis Obispo County in Central California. According to local newspaper, that place is news. <laughs> the monolith was spotted on Wednesday at the top of Pine Mountain. Several people already rushed to the site and take pictures with it. <laughs> I think it's this year's big Christmas gift, don't you think, from one country to another? They have a monolith. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Norway gives the UK its Christmas tree for London. So why not? Yeah, but who's it off? Monolith. What is it with these monoliths? Why are they turning up? Why has one appeared in Romania then vanished? I want to know. Is Why will one appear in the UK in the future? The, the, <laughs> Outside Mike's flat. Hasn't <laughs> yeah. the Utah one vanished as well? Yeah. So, what's going on? It's got to be a prank, hasn't it? Why, why has it got to be a prank? Why can't it be legit? Why can't it be aliens? It's an underground prank, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, you build up one of these, I'll knock it together with a bit of steel. A bit of stainless steel. We'll dot them around. Yeah. Apparently, it's similar to an artist's work, isn't it? Some kind of... Like Banksy. Sculpturist, yeah. And they've said that, yeah, it's it's his work, apparently, they, they said, but... I don't think it's the same one that's dotting around. No. No, they're not the same one, but presumably. Maybe the ones in the US are. Although there was an article I read earlier about this where someone claims it was taken to Area 51, the one from Utah. Before it it, oh, That's why it disappeared? Mm. Because it would have been like you know quite clever to scratch. We were here on it, and then if it moved, uh, this is just—it's just they're planting these here. They're like we just listen. They're listening to us. It's a bug. Mm. They're like, is this planet worth actually sort of communicating with? Let's dump these things here and see what happens. Is this planet worth us coming down and probing? Them? Yeah. <laughs> so what that, is that's it? the next port of call usually, isn't it? <laughs> listen to us. There's usually probing going on. No, it could be something weird. We could be on the verge of a of a new thing, a new time, an, an alien invasion. An alien invasion, which I have been saying is going to come this month. Yeah, it's creepy though. Yeah, but I think it's a prank to be honest. I think the first one happened and people have copied it. Yeah, or it, as I say, it's an underground sort of like artist movement. Just like yeah, let's make them like appear and then they just disappear and then. You know, that's the mysterious bit of the art, and they'll just copy that. They could, you know. What if it's David Blaine's next big thing? He's actually turned himself into a monolith. Uh. <laughs> He's inside the monolith. There's no eye on it. <laughs> I was inside the monolith all along. It's <laughs> 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 the shittiest thing I've ever heard of. No, I ain't that. <laughs> He was a pretty shitty magician. Well, he, he was, was the lamest. He lived in a fucking box of a London fridge for a month. People pelted it with eggs, yeah. it was hilarious. He just looked a bit solemn in that box, didn't he? Imagine just that, I'm taking a shit in a glass box, hanging over a bridge for, for a month. Mm. Did he but, not have a little like hidden bit where he could shit? Well, maybe, I hope so. No, it was, it, a, it was a clear was glass it? box, yeah. He yeah, must have watched you guys shitting in a glass box. <laughs> or something you pay for it, Mike. <laughs> no, you could, walk, you could just walk past yeah. him here and just... Look at him and go, what the hell is he doing? He's on his shit. 
let me get <laughs> next day let me get what I saw when I was in London <laughs> so they'd have a shit in a glass box I was like I don't eat them he said I owed him money made my day that did <laughs> I went back to the hotel and jacked myself furiously <laughs> oh. but you know joking aside modernists it's aliens isn't it aliens for you prank artistic right. movement well let's see who's proved right yep and then mothership's hove into view by, by, on Christmas Eve <laughs> <laughs> boy will I egg on my tank <laughs> you will <laughs> when we're spending Christmas day in a trench firing at tripods <laughs> and see my seamless transition into the next story eggs yeah egg on my face yeah very good Margaret Thatcher statue more than 1,000 vow to attend egg throwing contest at unveiling amid backlash and why not it's the absolute freedom yep. of choice to do it 100 points for the face <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it's only eggs I'm surprised people are you know shit packing up their own feces in Tupperware boxes yeah what? someone commented on this on, on Facebook the other day they're like why would they do this and I was like she's the milk snatcher yeah <laughs> She literally took the children's milk away. Yeah. Fuck She's a fucking miners. miner, isn't she? Yeah, fucking <laughs> miners. Well, coal miners. Coal miners and miners. Well, you don't, we don't know about the other miners. I meant taking their milk away, but yeah. Oh, right, okay. But, yeah, she, you... but she certainly turned a blind eye. She knew what was going on in her cabinet. Yeah. He was and... a foreign secretary, wasn't he? What was his name? Eve? No, that was... Prime Minister before. Oh, yeah. I can't remember, but it was all going on. And in her time, she had the um, decision whether to go with, like, faster broadband, which would have put us, like, like real far ahead for our country, for our time. Yeah. Or stick with what we had. And she went, oh, I'll just stick with what we've got. Yeah. I have been slightly confused about Margaret Thatcher recently because Gillian Anderson's playing her. You're feeding it on. And I'm like... You're feeding it. Oh, man, I... I yeah, I have a massive crush on Gillian Anderson I have since the X-Files <laughs> she's not Margaret Thatcher I know but she's playing Margaret Thatcher I'm like man Margaret Thatcher looks sexy she just looks like a hard woman yeah. a sexy hard woman I'm like oh man she looks good oh it's Margaret Thatcher no Ben well man she looks good Margaret Thatcher it's confusing me <laughs> it's confusing the shit out of me I don't even watch The Crown <laughs> I just see it on memes <laughs> haunting me and then she's trying to haunt my dreams mm -hmm. she's not worth a statue is she I'm not sure no not a th I mean alright it's 300 grand what oh. yeah but that's been uh, privately sort of collected by people which I'm surprised there's enough people who've gone who've got but if you knocked on my door and said would you like to donate to a mother that just that you tell the fuck off there's kids starving in this country and that's what they're spending the money on yeah that's their priority mm. that's the elite's priority that is don't care about the fucking poor. And they've got to stick it on a fucking ten foot plinth so no one vandalises it. That's why it's a, a competition, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be twenty foot tall. It's about Maggie's column. It's incredible. So she could see all the way down to the squalors. <laughs> uh, she helped create. Yeah. So I was like, that was more like the Queen, wasn't it, than Maggie? I don't know, all I know is I'm confused. 
200 grand, so that won't last long. Nah. I'll get teared down. Take. Do you think it'll get torn down or it'll get spray painted? Probably both. Do you think people will beat it with their shoes <laughs> when the Zadam one came down in Iraq? <laughs> and all them, all them Iraqis rushed up to hit it with their shoes? What do you reckon? I'd like to see that. It could get to that. I'd like to see a Humvee wrap a chain around it. Someone wrap a chain around the neck and attach it to the back of a Humvee mm. and just pull it off the plinth. And everyone rushes around and beats it. I hope someone puts a cotton of milk in her hand. <laughs> 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 a little tash. Yeah, yeah. Hit the tash. Oh, Maggie. I'm here for the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. What respect we have for former Prime Minister. So, so my respect, mate. <laughs> no. Anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned after being caught by the police fleeing a 25-man <laughs> orgy <laughs> through a window. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah. I just want to say one thing about this guy. Impressive Amazing beard. beard. It's oh, impressive. Yeah. It's, you know, that is impressive, I will say that. For his age, he's got a just for men and that shit though, isn't he? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> so a member of the European Parliament representing the Hungarian Prime Minister, Viktor Orban Fidesz party, has resigned from his position in Brussels after he was caught leaving what reports described a 25-man orgy on Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> so Joseph resigned on Sunday. He admitted breaching Belgium's strict lockdown rules to attend a sex party. The police found 25 naked men at the gallery, <laughs> including Caesar and some diplomats. Other diplomats, right? Belgium newspaper Dinner Hoe reported. It's close enough. Yeah? Yeah. Right. I think we just lost our Belgium listener. <laughs> Again. <laughs> It's so, alright, he's probably just chucking into a mountain of chips. <laughs> uh, the newspaper quoted a local police source saying, We were we interrupted a gangbang! That's the best police quote ever! <laughs> the thing is, why did they. Oh, because the lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Got it, go on. Auburn's Hungarian government has curtailed LGBTQ rights since. He was elected Prime Minister in 2010. Schaeser, who fronted Fidson in the European Parliament, helped rewrite Hungary's constitution to protect the institution of marriage as a union of a man and a woman, the Times of London reported. Oh, you think the lady doth protest too much on oh, this? Like, I hate gay people, <laughs> but I'm going to go this orgy just to see what it's all about. I'm not, I'm got... He was getting voters, obviously. <laughs> I think obviously, he's like, well, I really want. I was because I've said all of this and, and want to take away the, the rights to marriage and gay people. Yeah. I should go along to one of these orgies and see what happens. He's reaching out to the gay community. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, he's just with his cock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy's made lives of LGBTQ people in that country miserable. Do you know what I mean? And it's just the hypocrisy just stinks, and it? it fucking pisses you right off. They think there's one rule for them and one, and the rest for us, and it. Well, it, his name fits. Shazer, a yeah. right-wing politician and ally of Auburn, climbed out of the first-floor window and was spotted fleeing along the gutter. What a snipe! The pro- public prosecutor's office said um, about that. A source close to the in, um, investigation told. 
Politico that officers were called after a complaint about a, a night time disturbance. Yeah, there's a 25 man gangbang going on upstairs. Oh. <laughs> All I can hear is grunts and thuds. Oh, but they're partying it out first. <laughs> Oh, you think there's like a disco going on first? They're yeah, all just dancing yeah, around naked, YMCA selecting their up. selecting their their train partner for the fucking gangbangers to come. Yeah, they'll all be snorting coke and that off each other's cracks and all sorts. <laughs> oh, listen! Authorities said narcotics were found. Hey, I told oh, you. <laughs> yeah. In uh, Shazer's bag and his arse crack, and insisted, <laughs> and, but he insisted he'd not taken any drugs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, of course you haven't. <laughs> so I just, just, I'm just carrying them for my friend. <laughs> well, I could just imagine him going along the gutter with a white sort of line up his arse. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. With <laughs> a rucksack full of drugs, yeah. scampering along naked, naked, naked. <laughs> as he farts, a fucking coat just comes out. And some spunk. (laughs) (laughs) You had to lower the tone. I'm dribbling. (laughs) He's going along, he's clenched. (laughs) A passerby reported to the the police that he'd seen a man fleeing along the gutter and he was able to identify the man. The man's hands were bloody. It's possible that he may have injured himself while fleeing. Narcotics were found in his backpack and the man was unable to produce any identity um, documents and he was escorted to his place of residence. Wow. Oh, he's got his diplomatic passports. He's, do you think he's, he's got diplomatic immunity? Diplomatic oh. immunity, man. I think that only works. Does that work in other countries? Does it work in the, your I own think, country? I country? think it can work. I think it can oh, work yeah. anywhere. It doesn't look good, though, does it? Yeah. No, the best of it is he's only actually being had up for breaking the lockdown laws. The, the orgy's fine. Which it is anyway. Of course it is. But, yeah, yeah. under Belgian law, you can have a get 25-man gangbang in your flat if you want. should be allowed to. That's what you want, you know, as long as you're not interfering with the neighbours. <laughs> you as long as, you, you know, as long as you've invited the neighbours. Because maybe they want in on that. Maybe they don't. But at least you're being polite. Mm. Well, he says he deeply regrets violating the COVID restrictions. <laughs> but not attending the orgy. No. <laughs> well, no, he shouldn't regret that. It's, it's... He's an anti-gay prime oh, yeah. politician. Yeah. I think he should regret it if that's his view. Wow. Um, it was irresponsible on my part, he said, and I am ready to stand for the fine that occurs. Well, what a cunt. Yep. You always find it's the um, the ones who protest too much, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the amount of televangelist, anti-gay priests, vicars, whatever you call them. Not just them, the guys that try and convert people. Yeah. You know, they always seem to get found in a motel with a rent boy, or in this case, a 25-man gangbang, which personally, I think... I think that's quite impressive. So do I, to be honest. Yeah. I mean... Obviously, they're all like because he was there with another couple of politicians, so it must have been some kind of uh, EU gangbang. I'm just saying it's, like, <laughs> it's impressive in the, the numbers. I'm saying, you know. Thanks what? Brexit. Look at what, what else we're missing out on. We're missing out on Belgian gangbangs. Yeah, we'll get them under Brexit. We'll get them under. You want to get a British gangbang? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, would you? 
I was there when they, uh, at the local strip club, when they were introducing the, the new girls. I was there on other business. I was <laughs> right, okay. What, strip club? <laughs> All right, well, we used to do a, a rock night at Eden. It was a nightclub in Telford's in Oakengates. Yeah. And they wanted to turn it into a lap dancing club. I remember that. I was there too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they came out the limo, didn't they? they yeah, they it's got a smile. Now, bear, in mind, they, bear in mind, they wouldn't even give us fucking leaflets, right, to push the night, to publicise it. Yeah. They dialed auditions for all these local girls to board them up in a limo. I heard dodgy reports about them auditions. Yeah, so did I. It says Telford. <laughs> yeah. You know, they've all got matching they outfits. They had to be naked. Well, they'd have to be for the auditions. Yeah, that's what they did, yeah. Because it's a strip club. So it's, can't have it, the first thing you say in the audition is, right, take your clothes off, isn't it? You've got issues of nudity, you shouldn't be a stripper. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> but I heard there was some was maybe sexual favours. Yeah, I heard there was something above that. Yeah. That was what they were meant to just do, but I heard there was rumours of that, yeah. Yeah. We'd left by then. None of our business. That was it. We weren't there for that, sadly. (laughs) 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 But yeah, all them strippers in that limo, weren't they? Yeah, and they weren't pretty. Oh, dear. (laughs) A couple of them were nice. There was probably 15 of them. The rest were Telford girls. They they looked like they'd had an hard life. You could have hit the pink gin, it'd have been all right. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. So maybe we don't want the. Well, actually, I'll, you know, I'll still take the. can say they're all lovely ladies. <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> yeah. So if, that's what we're missing anyway. We, I'd, I'd take a twenty-five Telford girl orgy. <laughs> to be honest, I mean they're not pretty. Yes, I think you'd take a two girl. Well, <laughs> twenty-five. Yeah. A two girl orgy at the moment. Well, yeah. I'm just happy with a wank at the minute. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Grab you a quick five knuckle shuffle. <laughs> to replace me wanks. <laughs> anyway, that is the best news quote in the world. I just briefly going back to that. You know, we interrupted a gangbang. It's fantastic. <laughs> All right then. So let's talk about the archons, and then we'll talk about their veil, and how this all links into Gnosticism and Christianity and aliens. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. It's a hell of a mix. It is, isn't it? It's got everything. <laughs> All it needs is a Nazi, which we can't get with Gnosticism, so... That's right. Now, the Archons, right, traditionally, in outside of all of this, were the leaders of ancient Greece. The term Archon literally means leader. But in the case of these bastards, if you, we call them Archons, we are basically like psychically submitting to them, so I'm just going to call them bastards for a bit. I won't refer to them as Archons. <laughs> I'm not, or I might use their name, but I'm not submitting to you, you fuckers. Uh, aliens, aren't they? Like a group of aliens. Well, aliens, they are demons, potentially. They are little dead alien spirits. In a way, this kind of ties into Scientology with yeah. the Thetans and having to audit yourself, get rid of the souls of the dead aliens from your body so you can progress as a human being. It's about as batshit mental as that, yeah? Mm. Scientology (laughs) says a science officer Mm, well no no I'm keeping an open mind (laughs) you're not offensive or worse Uh, this one's testing my credibility also you know me I'm a slut for aliens right so let's see because obviously St. Ike has an opinion on this let's see what his website has to say about archons 
Understanding who the Archon Network is puts everything that's happening to the human race and our planet all in perspective. So the network is, number one, reptilians, aka Liz's. I presume he's making a thinly veiled jab at the Queen. <laughs> um, that's the Draco in command. Draco reptilians. Aliens from the planet Draco. Yes. Well done, Mike. Nice to see you learning. Mm-hmm. Where's Draco? It's in the Alpha Centauri star system, the Dra- or the Draco star system. Very yeah. far away. Mm. <laughs> then we have insectoids. Alright, so I'm thinking, uh, he's in Rick and Morty, you'll get this reference. Insectoid, I'm thinking like the Galactic Empire that comes in in season two, that Rick's a fugitive of, and they're like bug people. I've seen it, but I forget. Well, yeah. any, any of the tall whites? who are like the executives of the operation, the regular greys, who are the workers, and the small greys are the abduction orientated probes who are semi-robots, apparently. Oh, right, they're uh, cyborgs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who sentient they are, I don't know, but maybe they're just probers. Send the small greys in. Build a probe, baby. Build a probe, baby. (laughs) (laughs) They'd have like written on their probing arm, wouldn't they? Because they have one hand big probe. (laughs) I was thinking like if they're little sort of semi robots. I was thinking what one of their hands was just a probe. (laughs) Would be, yeah, could be. Mm. So the Draco race, or the reptilians who rule our planet, are just part of the Archon network. They themselves are an ancient group of discarnate spirits, demons, regenerative uh, ETs, sun greys, reptilians and serpent beings who feed off negativity and care nothing for humanity and the earth. Hence the continuation of war and the destruction of our very planet. Their program is to keep you enslaved through your very own mind and to create as much separation, pain and suffering as possible. Does make sense? Sadist bastards. (laughs) So, this is done with programming, various kinds of media, societal programming, religious programming, psychotronic technology, using ELF, I don't know what ELF is, uh, something to do with electronically long-range frequency or something, I have no idea. I'm I'm thinking, actually, um, that sort of shit is probably, like, they live. Yeah. You know? So... Basically, yeah. They're reprogramming our reality, so we're seeing billboards for cola or something but in reality it's just like a great sign that says purchase or sell or buy or whatever mm-hmm. forcing you to become a capitalist slave and of course mind to mind manipulation with other archons just for lols <laughs> your TV and your news is one of the most obvious designed to keep you fearful insecure and in need of a saviour outside of self It is also designed to keep you focused on the material world, acquiring acceptance and approval outside of self, being well adjusted to society for your very own survival. It's like the ultimate catch-22. Buy shit, fit in. Buy shit to fit in. Or you'll be ostracised. Or you'll be ostracised. And of course, we're a social species. We need social interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Take that away from us and we die. Yeah. I don't know. I might keep yourself isolated for years Mm. now. You're not dead. No, but seriously, you hear these people have just died alone. They haven't discovered their body for months. That's true. Yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. Like a year into some cases. Yeah. That's all like uh, the insects start getting too loud and buzzing and disturbing the neighbours that people fucking call the police. Smell. You could argue that's going to happen less and less, though, now we've all got mobile phones and such. 
you know, if someone's like disappeared offline for X amount of days, you know, everyone's got a sort of network. To eventually, a cer- to a certain extent, no. eventually, yeah, I suppose so. But obviously, the, the older generation, like who are in their eighties and nineties, and they were not going to have smartphones. No. Like that guy I saw buying a porn mag on the shop a while back. He obviously <laughs> didn't have the internet, otherwise he wouldn't have bought the porn mag. The irony is, even though we've got more connectivity than ever before, all this technology, we're actually more lonely than ever. That's true, that's, that's come out in studies. That's true, I mean, it's one thing having friends on Facebook and very and another thing to convert that into real life. I mean, how many of your Facebook friends do you hang out with? Mm. Not many, I'd imagine. I mean... Yeah. I mean, let's face it, we've all been there and seen someone who's our friends on Facebook and dodged into a shop to avoid speaking to them. That's what they want now. They want us all in our little boxes, separate from everybody. The Archons? Well, no, I'm going to make the government. Yeah, who are the Archons? The elites. Who are the the Archons? You're saying the Archons. Whoever it is, that's what they want. You know? They want to separate, they don't want us talking about revolutionary ideas and shit. Yeah. I want us dull watching the TV. Listen to a podcast. And becoming a slave. Well, I would have it, damn it. <laughs> you, is this a revolution? Mm. Oh, I can't be arsed. <laughs> I'll just sit here and watch telly for a bit. <laughs> That's a problem, isn't it? There'll never be a successful revolution in this country anyway because of the weather. Yeah. It would have to happen in the summer as the peasants revolted. Yeah. Forget the winter. If it starts to rain, everyone will go home. We're brought up on a culture of a wet break playing doors. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So religious programming does just this. Looking for approval, acceptance and a false security from an outside source other than you, which is so detrimental to your evolution and one based on a face reality. False. There, false reality. There is no higher authority than oneself. That's yeah. pretty much Satanism, or modern-day Satanism. Well, I mean, the, the system we're under now, the schooling, it's designed to respect authority no matter what. You, you tend to school for 12, 13 years, don't you? Mm-hmm. I mean, every day, respect authority, respect authority, no matter who it is, because there's, you know, cases of where teachers have abused kids and things, but, you know, that's what we're drilled into is respect authority, respect those at the top. Brainwashing, yeah. No different to North Korea. When the US they speak the flag, didn't they? What, what they call Pledge of Allegiance, Oath of Allegiance, mm-hmm. every morning. Yeah, it's, it's, of course it's brainwashing. It's just all very subtle, isn't it? This is well, ours is less subtle. The archons is very subtle. Well, like in the capitalist model, we're just the workers. We produce and consume. That's how. That's all we're needed for. Yeah. If you're not a producer, if you're not a consumer, you're nothing. No, you're ostracised. Yep. You're a guy living in the flat alone with a blanket over his knees, <laughs> playing champa, mm-hmm. writing manifestos about starting revolutions. Yeah. <laughs> so the Archon's first and foremost goal is to separate man and woman from the god within, apparently. It is to keep you focused on the external and control you through the base attitudes and emotions of the first three chakras. Survival, sex and power. These archons can't let you operate from the heart because once you move up into the heart and beyond it, it loses power over you. And this is the crossroad we're at now. Good old Ike, he's always a bit batshit, isn't he? Yeah. 
well, the last bit is that we live in a veiled world of veiled consciousness, but that veil is thinning, hence mankind's awakening. Is it? I think we're more enslaved than ever. <laughs> the closer you get to Nirvana, the more demons rear their ugly heads. Mankind is in the fight of our lives, and any choices and actions that are not of love will be met by universal law. Karma. And the love that you withhold is the pain you carry. Well, that's a bit new age. <laughs> Karma doesn't exist, does it? Because the people at the top never pay the consequences. Look at Blair, look at Bush. Same War Blair. criminals. Sorry, same Blair. <laughs> Instead, so, the Labour Party would rather kick out a former leader for saying something reasonable and keep a war criminal in your party. Yeah. Well, Sorry, I have to get that in. Yeah. You and your jabs. I'm not taking your bait, sir. <laughs> Just because I baited you off air, I'm not taking it down. Right, so let's talk about The Veil. So this is on the blog. 2015 by Kola Barama. Yes, Kola Barama. It's one of the few things that survives outside of books on the, on the net. They don't, obviously don't want us to know too much about them. There's just, not a lot out there, is there? Just courageous bloggers like this guy. <laughs> so about 26,000 years ago, Archons declared this planet to be their property, and all beings living on it, their hostages and slaves, which sounds pretty kinky. <laughs> they have declared this planet to be a quarantine, and every space vehicle entering or exiting this planet needed a permit from the Archons. This is the reason for the non-interference we hear so much about. So other alien races can't come and visit us because we're in a quarantine. The Archons control us that way. So if we're all sort of owned, aren't we? If we're owned, you know, there might be a bigger plan. These are our these are our planets, these are our galaxies, sort of stay away to everybody else. You know, yeah. there's a, a bigger, bigger yeah, system. Yeah, there could be thousands of planets in our galaxy that they've yeah. enslaved. Yeah. Who knows? If it's an advanced civilization, they could do it. Yeah. Yeah, and then you've got the other guys rocking up, or maybe some kind of like galactic federation of light or something like that. Who are the good Brilliant. guys? Brilliant. Jesus. He can't come and help us. That's why he can't come and help us, Ben. <laughs> That's why he can only broadcast on Radio yeah. Kent. That's it. They've just been observed like a like a scientific couldn't get experiment. Unfed off. Signal through the veil. Unfed off. We're being fed off too. All our negative emotion feeds off us. Whatever affects us badly feeds them in the past the only way a human being could escape the quarantine was through the ascension process where you release all attachments to all physical etheric astral and mental realities where archons can operate so yes they're aliens but they might be some kind of demon they might be some kind of disassociated alien spirit the prince of darkness so what do they mean by the ascension process basically i think this means you give up everything it's when you die. Or as in, in your life, you sort of become literally like a Buddhist monk. You give up everything. You're just living a simple life. You're not attached to consumerism. That's true. There's no... A true like, Buddhist that speaks Nirvana would never have anger, hate, any negative emotions. Mm -hmm. So the more sort of placid and level you are through yeah. that meditation, where you preach that total bliss, you know... You, they, they want you though, that's the thing, so they're going to keep fighting you back. So, that, you know, you might be right on the edge of reaching Nirvana, and you sat one day in your Buddhist temple, meditating, and the next thing you know, 
all you can think about is tits and booze. <laughs> yeah, and robbing the monastery and going into town. This female monk has just, you know, lifted up a skirt and revealed a muff. <laughs> <laughs> I think they've been men only. Well, she snuck in. Alright, <laughs> as dressed as a monk. She's an archon, really. <laughs> Alright, well, that makes sense. Yeah, so I'm trying to manipulate the, the Buddhist. Yeah. Makes sense. I was thinking they were doing it psychically. <laughs> Could be that. Oh, well. that guy's too close to Nevada. Quick, fill his head with tits and booze. Drugs. Steal the monastery's money. <laughs> Go into town. Get a hooker. Get several. Have 25. Is <laughs> that illegal? Unless there's a quarantine. Unless there's a quarantine. <laughs> so that I assume, though, that you only free yourself spiritually. So you don't end up just being reincarnated and enslaved over and over again. So it is when you die, then. Yes, but to do all that stuff, you get that reward. You've got to do it while you're alive, oh, haven't you? Right, you've got to be the Buddhist monk. And then pass and away. And pass away. And then you're freed from that cycle. You're uh, broken. Right, okay. Yeah, a lot of effort in it. Just TV. <laughs> I just watch some TV. <laughs> I just work out how many years i got to put in. Well, that's it. It's, but then you rest of your life, isn't it? you got to reach Nirvana. And there's only, like, probably Buddha and Jesus that ever did. And Muhammad. And Muhammad. Peace be upon well, him. Surely, they, you know, we could work out how, how long it takes to reach Nirvana and then go, right, okay, <laughs> we can afford to just be. <laughs> For two millennia, people have been trying and oh, I've seen they haven't reached Nirvana. I don't Maybe these people we don't know about. Dalai Lama's probably the best bet, isn't it? Anger back with him. <laughs> Well, maybe you just do... <laughs> yeah, bring you up, Mike. Get an interview on the pro. <laughs> how long does it me. take to reach Nirvana? Excuse me, Mr. Lama. On take? average, how many, you know... Can I call you Dally? <laughs> I don't think he's going to give you a figure. I don't think he's going to give 25 or 30 years. I don't think he's going to give that. He's going to give some kind of cryptic answer. Well, that's bullshit. It's different for everybody, I should, I should imagine, isn't it? There you go. Something like that. Can you just do it on your own? The Buddha did. He didn't have a manual. Well, maybe it's possible. Some people only reach a spiritual awakening when they're they're a lot older. So, um, you know, who's to say? Yeah, most of us just become racists. (laughs) 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 We hit our 60s, don't we? (laughs) We regress. All that negative media being pushed at you by the Archons and the the thing that basically turns people into twats as they get older. Because you had more of it, you had it fed down your throat every day. Yeah. Keep pushing the negative stuff. You... And the more negative you yeah. become, the f- greasy, the, the more get fed they get. And they're greedy. Mm. So reach Nirvana, break the cycle. Or watch TV. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so much TV, whatever you want to do, really. <laughs> there is an alternative option, there isn't there? Uh, yes, there is. That's, well, you've got to travel to other star systems for that. <laughs> and that'll open to humanity soon as the quarantine dissolves. And the more people steal an Archon ship. Yeah, do you know where they are? Antarctica. Are they? Under the ice. Yeah. Alright then, well, you two crack on. <laughs> I'll stay here and learn more about to get into Nirvana. <laughs> How's that? Boy, said I wanted to scuba dive under the ice, isn't it? Under the ice. Yeah. Alright, well, go for it. And then we'll fly off to the star system and break the prison. 
Can you come back and get me while I... <laughs> no, no, you want, you want to reach Nirvana. I'm trying to reach Nirvana, but whichever way is fastest, you know. <laughs> if I don't hear from you again, I'll assume you're dead. I'll have a simple service for the both of you. Fair enough, you'll be, you won't reach Nirvana, you'll be recycling this planet over come and over come again. Come and get me, misery. man. Come and get me. We'll send you a postcard in your next life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Manta Centauri, wish you were here. <laughs> Who's well, this? <laughs> I can clear it. Who's Well, thanks, sir. Have you well, forgotten your past lives? Thanks a fucking lot. <laughs> wow. Every new life will send you a new postcard. <laughs> when you reach Nirvana, you'll know it, who it's from. You remember? Oh, fantastic. Well, that's just great. <laughs> that's amazing. Thanks a lot. We will live like immortal gods. Sounds like a beach, sort of hot place, nice. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, well I just had to reach Nevada then, wouldn't I? <laughs> you know, only some of the greatest minds in history have tried and failed. <laughs> <laughs> I like a challenge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how it goes. Okay, uh, don't. So, the Archons are sustaining their control with a special technology called the Veil. This is very much the film, what's the film? What's Ready Ready Piper movie? They live. We've mentioned it before. Yeah, no, I completely <laughs> forgot it for a second. Because of the veil. <laughs> the veil. It's got to be because of the veil. <laughs> it is an electromagnetic frequency fence on the lower astral and especially on the etheric plane, extending maximally 8.6 miles upwards and downwards from the surface ground level of our planet. This, to a great extent, prevents the light from coming into the quarantine Earth, which I presume is the ability to... You know, uh, reach Nirvana, yeah. gain awakening. Right. That's why it's so hard. If the light was here, we could do it. I imagine. I think that's what they're getting at. Yeah. This technology can best be described as an etheric harp, which harp is a high altitude research thing that the US government apparently has that can alter the weather and piss around with frequencies and things like that. Um, this technology distorts the time-space structure on a quantum level and thus creates big difficulties for UFO propulsion systems with the positive ET forces in really? the past and that this has hindered the progress of the positive ET races towards this planet significantly so all those UFO crashes mm-hmm. potentially have been good aliens trying to get to us to say look man you're being controlled by these archons you've got to snap right. out of it you've got to stop going consumerism Villain tried to warn the Kent area. <laughs> but only the Kent area. That was yeah. the problem. I couldn't get the signal through because of the veil. That's it, obviously. I know we're being too harsh on him. It'll come good in the end. <laughs> He's fucking taking his time. <laughs> so apart from keeping the good ETs at bay, the veil has a function of programming and reprogramming the human population and keeping it in the reincarnation recycling process. Apparently these are a few of the main astral etheric programs for incarnated humans currently operation. There's a list here. And some of it, I have no idea what the fuck this is. Uh, lowering of consciousness and light body. Uh, macabre deactivation. I don't know what a macabre is. No, carry on. Uh, just gloss over the stuff we don't understand. Good. <laughs> I like this theory, I like this, I like this plan. Blocking of free will and positive initiative. Well, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Lowering the intelligence. Which, you know... 
They're saying it's done by strong magnetic fields to the etheric brain. I'm saying it's a lack of funding and education. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Could be that. And the breakdown of society in the parental unit. In some, you know, in some cases. Yeah. You know, all helps, doesn't it? Every little helps when it comes to not learning. Inducing disharmony in relationships. That's tampering with That's the shackles. That's why my ex was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Being controlled by the veil. <laughs> She's having her chakras tampered with by the yeah. etheric body and was creating dissonant frequencies on the auric membrane. Created an artificial split between love and sexuality, closing off the heart. Or she was a Don't bitch. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was all you and you blocked it. <laughs> Who knows? The veils told you nothing went wrong. Has it? Maybe. It's the frequencies. Mm. So is there any like scientific? Can they feel? You know. No. Me- no. <laughs> <laughs> to put it bluntly, no. Let's have another gin. <laughs> you may want to drink some more of that. <laughs> it might start to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. If you get pissed on gin, you probably will. So this will make a lot more sense. So inducing poverty. How do you do that? You project poverty holograms and images into the etheric brain, so you're just like, eh, poverty, poverty, then you're like... No money really for spuds. An, no money for spuds. An image of you on the street begging with a cap and a dog. Yeah. You know, and for some reason that you, that then happens to you. Subconsciously you push yourself towards that. To push yourself towards poverty? Yes, yeah. They're pro- reprogramming you to subconsciously push yourself towards that so they can feed off your misery. Yeah, it's not the greedy elites that have stashed all the money in the Cayman Islands. No, it's not that. No, it's the Archon Vale. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> subculture division. Uh, this like, programme operates by targeting different subcultures with specific opposing etheric holographic images and thus creating division. So what, an image of what me beating a black man? That's in my head. They're putting that in my head. They want to make me racist. Is that what you're saying? Maybe the Rodney King beating never happened. That kind of thing. Maybe they're putting that into your head, yeah. They're putting that image into your head. So they're basically social media sort of meme mongers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're controlling... Etheric meme mongers. <laughs> and they're controlling our reality. Yeah. So we can't... They've got us on all fucking... On all fronts, haven't they? Yeah. They've got us in this reality. Yeah. Our brains. Or in the other etheric spiritual layer. reality. Mm-hmm. They've got us on all three fronts. Claire, we're fucked. Yeah. And we keep reincarnating because they're having shitty lives because we, they need to feed more. We're, we're feeding them to just make our lives shit and they're loving it. Yeah, and they're making me fat. <laughs> yes! Eating patterns and obesity. I knew it wasn't the eight chocolate bars I ate every day. It's the goddamn fail. <laughs> eight chocolate bars a day. <laughs> you may want I to go, if I could. You may want to go up a diabetes test, buddy. <laughs> I'm not one to judge. I'm just, just saying, like, you know. Um, yeah, so projecting the images of certain food that creates obesity. So, I mean, well, Mackie D's. You know. There we are with the brownies. Yeah, we are with some brownies. <laughs> but 
Well, let's face it, what's the... You think of a burger right now, I guarantee you it's a Mackey's. It's the first one that comes to mind yeah. when you say burger, yeah. Oh, I'd love a Mackey's right now. Damn you, Vale! <laughs> <laughs> then they've got this all-seeing eye. A spy program operating on the Ethereum plane that monitors all activity of physical beings and then reports this to the non-physical archons oh, who run this, who run the plane, run the veil. God eye, innit? It's... Where yeah. are they running it from? The veil. Where are they running the veil from? Well, you've got the non-physical archons who haven't got a body, they're just like spirits. Mm-hmm. They're floating around operating this thing. Okay. Don't ask me how they're operating it, but they're running it. Okay. Think of the two guys stood at the side on the Death Star mm-hmm. and like they're just pressing the buttons so the laser gun. Okay. Look at it that way. <laughs> I don't know if that helps. Yes. <laughs> the non physical demons. Oh yeah, there you go. Non physical demon aliens. Okay. <laughs> Implants. Uh, these are etheric or astral crystals that are put into the aura of every human being just before the incarnation as that person needs to descend from the higher. Uh, mental or slash higher astral planes through the lower astral planes towards the physical in order to incarnate. <laughs> Fuck. Those implants remove the memory of the prior incarnations and are the reason why we are mostly do not remember our past lives. Uh, implants are somewhat poetically called the veil of forgetfulness. Hmm. Wow. So we've all got crystals inside us but on the etheric plane. That okay. every time we die, it forces us to forget our past lives and slams us back down into the, into a body. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. So you can't achieve nirvana because you can't learn the lessons. You can't learn yeah, the mistakes you've made. So yes, that's it's Yeah. So oh, that's it, isn't it? Buddha and Jesus were were spirits that had reached nirvana but came back to warn us, wasn't it? Mm. And to help us reach that nirvana. But because their their souls are free anyway, so they could die, couldn't yeah. they? They yeah. It's like their last reincarnation, and they go off to Nirvana. Yeah, they break the chain. Some people can break the chain, then, can't they? Yeah, yeah. Some people should never break the chain. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Yeah. Here in the guitar. Uh, apparently there was a mass awakening in the early 90s that made the intervention of the positive ET races on this planet a real possibility. Apparently, now, how true this is, I don't know, but this was done with 200 nuclear explosions on the lower astral and etheric plane, so nuclear explosions in another dimension interrupted the veil and allowed positive ET forces to kind of try and awaken us a little bit in the 90s. Maybe that's why Trump's building Space Force. <laughs> well, now all of a sudden it makes a fucking lot of sense. What's Biden's position on Space Force? Because if he's not for this, I'm not really... <laughs> yeah. We need Space Force, clearly. And Etheric Space Force. Yeah. What happens when they, like, change, you know, because Trump's all for it, do they have to sort of, like, go to Biden and be like, listen to our idea again and sort of... You know, put it to him. Yeah. He could yeah. cancel it, couldn't he? Yeah, totally. That's it. I mean, it's been signed into being, but I suppose it can be signed out of being, yeah. so... Fuck knows. I like the idea of a space force, though. I want one. My own, personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it's no rocket gonna be like you know named after uh, Trump or don't name an aircraft carrier after him. Will they? Yeah. Hmm. All the presidents get an aircraft carrier. Do they? They do. One of the big super guys, there's the George W. Bushes out there now. Next one will be the Julie imbecile. The next one will be the Barack Obama, USS Barack Obama, and then there'll be a USS Trump at some point. Yeah, so yeah. unless they decide to gloss over him, you have to be orange and have micro penis. <laughs> It'll be. I <laughs> just got visions of that being a toupee on the bridge. <laughs> And spray painted orange. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to see the picture of Donald Trump naked getting spray no. tanned? No. I've seen it. Oh, <laughs> I showed him. I'm, I'm going to save it on my phone to freak people out. Yeah. Once you've seen it, you can't, you can't unsee it. <laughs> yes. That's why he's spent so much time asleep. Every time he opens his eyes, he sees a naked Trump. Burn into my rose. <laughs> nuclear bomb yeah so the veil was reactivated again in December 2004 after the mass awakening to the goddess presence which happened after the first Venus transit in June 2004 and after some successful operations of the Palladium fleet that's really he's head of the Palladians I think yeah brilliant He's a, yeah. he's a Pelagian they're good aliens yeah. they want to get us into a, a world of awakening and love and love peace. and peace and harmony basically the 60s yeah they're like hippie aliens yeah and apparently in 1977 because you, you weren't here for that podcast were you no not in 1977 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't here either not in 1977 who were you doing a podcast with in 1977 then <laughs> If you look like that, what's your fucking painting look like? <laughs> the podcast from uh, about 19. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He broadcast on Kent, in the Kent area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was an illegal broadcast interruption, and he came across the airwaves and said, I'm brilliant of the High Galactic Command. <laughs> Put down your weapons. And rave with me! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They had glow sticks, yeah. and, <laughs> and it blew the people of Kent's minds. Best rave ever! <laughs> In 1977, he single-handedly invented the rave. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Yes, yeah, basically that's it. He just said, "Put any weapons, and you know we'll help you." And join us. Yeah, We've got to get rid of your weapons of death, which we haven't done. We built on them, so. So how come it just went over Ken? <laughs> <laughs> well, presumably that those two hundred nuclear because weapons went off etherically. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Let me try and explain it. Oh, that was in nineteen ninety six, though. Oh, they'd always been they've been sneak trying to sneak in though, haven't they? Nineteen ninety six yeah. was probably their main offensive. Yeah. Seventy seven was probably just like. Yeah, we can get you in for we can get you in for two minutes, Vivian, and then you're going to get out of there. The signal's only, only strong enough to carry to Kent, though. So Kent's <laughs> <laughs> got no nukes. Okay, apparently then there's the success uh, the success of mass meditations. Apparently, it's beco- maybe that's the thing. Meditation is becoming more popular. Mm. Is that a way? To, that's the way you achieve Nirvana, isn't it? Yeah. 
So 70% has become so successful that about 70% of the veil on the astral plane and about 35% of the veil on the etheric plane has been removed. So our meditations now... And the, and the nuclear bombs. And those nuclear bombs going off the wind. We've took it down. 70% yeah. to 35% respectively. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> these, are, these statistics are blowing me away. <laughs> now, physical and non-physical archons, right? archons, archons yeah. have a plan with the code name Doom33. Oh, Freemasons, 33. Yeah. To prevent the mass arrests from happening. What so this mass is where, arrest? This is where the physical archons who are like running the show, Yeah. if we become awakened enough to their presence, we'll see them for what they really are. Uh, like, like Trump trying to expose and arrest all the paedophiles in the cabal. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. Exactly the same thing. They were... bollocks he didn't do. We're carrying <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe he was prevented from launching... Well, maybe. So the non-physical archons will give a signal through occult rituals to top physical archons inside the Knights of Malta and among 33 degree Freemasons. Freemasons involved. Knights of Malta interestingly involved. I don't, didn't think they were really, well I know they're still around, but they're usually the, um, I don't know, they're the Knights of Hospitalier? Because that's St John's Ambulance basically. Yeah, that voluntary. I don't think they're the same people. Uh, <laughs> they're summoning dark demonic entities, not using not, occult rituals. Yeah, it's not the same people. They're not going to pick up Edith <laughs> in an ambulance. Not St John's ambulance. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, it might be. <laughs> hey, we're having little seances in the back of them ambulances. You don't know, do you? You, you never know when they're Ouija in between <laughs> hours. <laughs> Uh, those people would then uh, give orders to their links inside the military and alphabet agencies, so intelligence agencies, referred to as alphabet agencies, yeah. CIA, MI5, MI6, etc., etc., uh, to create as much destruction and havoc as possible. So this is like a doomsday switch. Yeah, it's basically a scorched earth policy. Yeah, goes along with the Armageddon end time prophecies that are highly respected among the physical archons, i.e., Televangelists, yeah. right wing Christians who are in government, they love that Armageddon end times prophecy yeah. shit. They love it. It's pretty much the foundation of religion. And cults like Aang Shinrikyo. Yeah. God, this is almost. This is now. This is becoming fucking scary. <laughs> they would do anything to see those prophecies fulfilled. Yeah. Remember when Trump changed the capital of Israel to? Jerusalem. Yeah, that was one of the prophecies mm-hmm. fulfilled, bringing about the end of the world. Yeah, that's mm. what they want. The right-wing Christians actually want the end of the world to come, because then they can ascend to heaven. Yeah. The rest of us can burn in the lake of fire. Ra- they give a shit about us. Fuck us. Mm, the rapture. To the rapture. To the rapture. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? How Christian can you get? Yeah. Fuck everybody else. I'm going to heaven. Why would you want to bring on the end of the world? And genuinely, it's true. I mean, it's not every single evangelical American, but it's just the more extreme ones. You know, the ones who think that that Kenneth Copeland on the with the weird eyes is actually a man of God when he's clearly a fucking archon demon. <laughs> if anybody's an archon demon, it's him. Pat Robinson as well. Yeah. He's an archon demon. I guarantee it. Well, this is sort of the same as well, isn't it? You've got to reach Nirvana. 
They're all thinking the same, aren't they? They're all deluded, like, in the same sort of way. Yeah. Anyway, that then, that's that's a mind-blower, isn't it, all of them? Mm. Yeah, just a bit. It's a good job the pro-light aliens, the friendly ones, are actually so trying to warn us. What the hell is that countdown for? Uh, weekly end of coronavirus meditation. Six days, 18 hours, 54 minutes. Fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> the date when they're gonna set off the chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Put it was on their website. Shit, six hours. Six well, I know. Yeah, you rolled by it, and I was like, oh, oh, what the fuck? And then I was just like, sit here. It's the alien invasion. I keep telling you, it's coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> now the thing is, that's the alien side of this. Right? I think we've explained that fairly well. As yeah. I may not be up with what etheric and etheric the difference is. But presumably someone out there knows what I'm on about. <laughs> Messaging. It's, okay, it's fairly simple. That's, we've got Ike, we've got the more spiritual one, still says they're aliens, and then we come to Gnosticism. So what are they feeding off? You know, so it's all on misery, isn't it? But what specifically could they do? So chemtrails are apparently part of this. The global chemtrail conspiracy. That's making Earth more hospitable to the Archons, all these chemicals being blasting into our atmosphere and presumably sustaining the veil terraforming the planet you mean yep they make us stupid and submissive which makes them rich and powerful mm-hmm okay capitalism yep our politics are nothing but cartoons of puppets with no power they yeah. control we've known that so. for a while yeah. <laughs> you know Boris over here Trump Biden whoever's going to be in all puppets really. they're all puppets and there's someone above them control the shadow government effectively above government yeah, but it's industrial complex yep that sort of shit yeah. no apparently their medicine makes them healthy while it makes us sicker well I don't know if I agree with that that takes you on then to big pharma and drugs and medication actually making us sicker, making us buy more drugs there to take away the symptoms. So, so while they do make us better, they do make us a little bit sicker at the same time, I suppose. But we have needed drugs, so yeah. you know, an antibiotic for whatever reason, um, it's worked. Yeah. So you mm. know, yeah, yeah, but some drugs. But what if it makes you feel worse? Or what makes you feel it makes you feel better? So you start taking the antibiotics and they go, okay, it's three to five days. It's usually about a couple of days to kick in, isn't it? Yeah. That couple of days, you always feel like shit. That's when the virus is at its peak, your body's just starting to fight back. Mm-hmm. Your misery for those two days when your antibiotics kick in or what's feeding them. Yeah, but you'd have it anyway without like the medicine. You'd have it for so longer yeah, like the for medicine. Longer, yeah. yeah, but they're making money, yeah, selling you medication. Yeah, but that's the cure, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but you're going to get why, it again. Why, me saying that the side effects, that doesn't make sense. But if you take aspirin regularly, you know that might actually be poisoning you. Well, it's going to fill your liver up, isn't it, eventually, if you take too much of it. Look at the American drug adverts we used to see on the, between uh, our stream yeah, football I mean, matches. Yeah. Uh, may cause kidney disorders, liver dialysis, Blindness, impotence. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you're like, what's it selling it? <laughs> yeah, this is the, this is literally a private drug company flogging this drug as a like a a cure, cure for something, like arthritis or something. You know when you you go to the doctor to get a prescription, yeah? yeah? Have you ever read the little leaflet with all the negative side yeah, effects? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they have to put that on an advert in the US. Mm-hmm. So they advertise the medicine, but then they have to say, you know, may cause this. It's got a list of all these things that it may cause. Which mm-hmm. you, which you should read when you take your medicine. Yeah. 
So yeah, it does make us better, but at the same time, the side effects make us a little bit sicker. And how do you know that there isn't something in all this as part of the big pharma project to make keep us all deliberately sick to to make money? How do you know them drugs they give you haven't got you know carcinogenics in them? Or the over period, the over period of time might give you cancer, so they can tr- they can get more money off you to treat you for that. Yeah, but that's why we do drug trials, isn't it? They, they own everything, Mike. These archons own everything. Well, yeah. Remember, they are literally mm. the people who are running these things. They're overlords, aren't they? Yeah. It's cheaper ways of doing that. Just, they just do it in the water supply, wouldn't you? Well, they, I get to that as well. Fluoride that apparently makes them strong and smart, and it gives us cancer and dementia. Well, there's no scientific evidence that, but wrong. That's what they'd say, Mike. They'd repress it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Um, gives, our food is, makes us fat and slow and that's sick, as we touched upon earlier. Um, that's our va- food choices. Yeah. Well, bad choices, but if all that's being pushed is, is like... And let's face yeah. it, it's never been easier to get a takeaway, has it? No, it hasn't. Yeah. You used to have to ring people up, get a delivery slot. Now, do it in five minutes on your phone, pay for it electronically. You can just open your letterbox and go drop it by the door. Yeah. <laughs> it slice by slice into my mouth through the letterbox. <laughs> do you know? Is that what you do? Yes. <laughs> you got it now. The little brush things going to ruin all the topping on your pizza. Man. I haven't got brush things. Haven't you? Oh, you lucky bastard. Mine would take all the topping off. I used to be getting fed crusts. You used to in the... And I'd be lying on the floor. Hairy pizza. Are you stealing the toppings of my pizza? So now, mate, they're coming off as I push them to the letterbox. At Christmas, you could pay homage to um, Home Alone and have that like clip where he got he's got the the gun. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love that for Christmas. Oh, he's film. swinging a fucking paint can at somebody which didn't they do the test on that on Mythbusters and it would kill you <laughs> if you swing a paint full paint can down at someone from the stairs and it hits you in the face it will kill you Rough. bit of anti-vax thrown in here as well of and vaccines contain nanobots which tags kids with the mark of the beast as well as making them autistic which makes them extra tasty for the archons to feast off <laughs> Yeah, then of course you've got mobile phone towers and Wi-Fi. That charges the Archons while giving us cancer. And finally... Fucking um, everything's giving us cancer, yeah. isn't it? And finally, um, wars make them rich. So the more discontent there is, the more violence, they're all creaming off it. Not only rich, but also fed off our anger and hate. And anxiety of getting cancer. And anxiety of getting <laughs> and cancer. And getting anything else that they're trucking out of. And dementia. And dementia. And your teeth falling out after drinking, after having too much fluoride. Fluoride. I mean... Yeah, it's TV though. <laughs> we got TV. <laughs> yeah, Mike, we have. <laughs> That's what's keeping us dumb. <laughs> That's all we can say these days. We've got <laughs> TV. <laughs> Basically, you can feel your soul dimming, mind-numbing... I feel my soul dimming. <laughs> your me. heroic side perishing. You become forgetful and anxious. You're basically a victim of Stockholm Syndrome. There are other ways to feel, but because of everything thrown at us, this is how we feel. I, I do believe that is what the electric's like. 
they've all got Stockholm Syndrome. I've got a quote from... Sorry, go Stuff on. they do to us, and we don't get away with it. Mm. 100,000 people, the tour is basically killed because of austerity. They may as well have gone round and slit their throats while they slept, and they still get voted in. Yeah, what a feast for the Archons that was, yeah. that suffering. You no, you don't want them just... You know, it's the Archons on the show, you don't want that throat slit. You want that suffering. You want the starvation. You want the depression. Yeah, you want the despair. Might as well have. Oh right, well, yeah, well Boris is basically an archon. And murderers. So, statistically, year on year, um, you know, while they're under austerity, deaths have gone up. Yeah. Over a hundred thousand unnecessary deaths have been attributed directly to Tory policies of austerity. Actually, oh, okay. the UN were. I don't know if they still are. They were investigating us. Obviously, you never heard nothing about that in the media, but it's out. It's on a UN website. Yeah, they investigated us about crimes to disabled people, and they found that the Tory party's policies were cruel and targeted the poorest and the most vulnerable in society. Well, they so were cruel like the, and I told you about the, the bedroom tax. Sixty-five percent yeah. of you know people had someone with a yeah. disabled or a person in need with extra needs in their house. You know, so I, you can believe it. So what else is it other than Stockholm syndrome to vote these fuckers back in? Mm. that are doing this to our neighbours, our friends, our work colleagues, our families. It's about how the, they, they make the other person look in the media. Yeah. Oh, the media, plays, the media is the greatest mind control now, advisor. Do you remember when they first started austerity and they had all this this poverty porn? We're all in it together. Yeah. We're all in it together. That's what they said. We're all in it together, yeah. And then you had, what was his name, Osborne, standing there making a speech with a gold medallion, drinking from a gold goblet. Mm. all these bankers in this fine room drinking champagne from a golden goblet saying yeah we have to tighten our belts yeah we're on this together and then it goes like you said the pop <laughs> and, you get, and you get poverty porn TV like oh can't pay take it yeah. away in this country the bailiffs turn up and basically Benefits get money out of people yeah you demonise the poor but no one cares what happens to the rich they're getting richer and fucking over everyone else exactly it's, it's been out of the Archon playbook yeah. Well, I'm just saying this is what humans do to the humans. I don't know, you know, I'm not really on board for this Archon shit, but, you know. Do you have Morpheus said about it? The guy from The Matrix. Got a go quote on. from Morpheus. Ooh, go on then. All the shit these fuckers put us through is like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Yep. When you step back and look at the big picture, yeah? If you're in it, then if you're brainwashed, then you go along with it, don't you? Yeah. So how would you fight it? How would you fight it? Because you look at the masses on board, and the only way is the enlightenment of humanity. It's with knowledge, wisdom, and detachment. Even says it in the Bible, in Romans 12, and the Gospel of John, a Christian Paul, I presume that's St. Paul, do not conform to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Maybe they're putting it through the edu education. My son come back home from school the other day and said that they did some spiritual, like meditation. Yeah, but starting it in schools and everyone's doing it. Next thing you know, everyone's enlightened. Everyone's getting into nirvana, yeah. and we're taking over. What is it? We're, we're branching out. We're breaking the cycle. We're letting the, the people. We're destroying Alpha the archons. Alpha Centauri. Yeah, we're off yeah. yeah. Everyone's off Alpha Centauri. That's it. We want a Star Trek future now. It's Star Trek future or bust. Maybe you've got to be. Sounds right to me. Maybe you've got to be. You know, well, you obviously got to be enlightened to be a part of that sort of community, haven't you? Because you know, like the Star Trek future, 
in Star Trek, they're not like fighting against sort of each. Well, they are. They are different species. Species are fighting, fighting, but in, yeah, in the in you know the, in. Yeah. The, yeah. Because at one point Picard says something about oh you know about money and that isn't it? I do earn money. He says oh we dispense with all that. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's what you know. Whatever you, you want, be aiming yeah, for. You, have it. you put in your replicator. You go, I'd like some new trousers, please, and you just go boop, 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 press the button, and it just makes you a pair of trousers like a three D printer. As long as you've got a pair of trousers, does it matter whether it's got three stripes down the side or no stripes or whatever? We're past that, aren't we? Maybe they dispense the trousers altogether and everyone's in back to togas. Tortogas! Tortogas! I hope so. Yeah, that's, that's so if enough people meditate, then, like, say, like, not maybe our generation, because it's fucked, but your kids' generation, so a couple of generations down after that, enough of us will be enlightened early enough to actually break free of all this shit, deny them their food. Unless they bring the Armageddon thing on. Unless they bring... And, the and, and that's what happens. If, if, if enough, too many people get enlightened yeah. too soon and it's threatening their feet, if they're not getting the food they want, they're just fucking nuke the planet, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Bring on the apocalypse. They'll end it like the Bible. Yeah, scorched earth, innit? It's a tactic. So if we can't have it, no one will. Yeah. So they don't really want us to be enlightened. They don't, the archons, no. do they? No. Presumably this meditation is being brought on, like, this, the idea... Pressure for the people, I don't know... Uh, it would be the free themselves and yeah. have to be... Think about it. Maybe there are some enlightened people about that we don't know about that are broken free and they know about it all. It's got to be, hasn't And they've got their way into power. They're people saying, you know what, maybe you should do that. Yeah, could have been people like Corbyn. Whispering in the ears. Or like Keir Starman. Keir Starman. He's a shill, he is. Shill for the Archons. Nah, he's alright. He's. So the Keir. He's alright. He's a shill. He's alright, is Keir. You leave him alone. Right, Mike then. Let's see how this then ties into Gnosticism. And I definitely know there's something about demonic entities, a kingdom of darkness, and possibly Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, <laughs> well, it says the Prince of Darkness, so I'm assuming it's Ozzy. Yeah. Well, first of all, Gnosticism, right. which isn't what it was, means having knowledge. Right. It's a collection of religious ideas and systems which originated in the first century AD among early Christian and Jewish sects. Yeah, basically, you know how the King James, the King James Bible, which we all sort of have in modern, in Western Protestant Christianity, that's only got four books, hasn't it? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more books that go in the Bible. There's about thirty something, possibly even more. There might be hundreds. There's a Gospel mm-hmm. of Judas. There's a Gospel of Mary Magdalene. There's a book of Enoch who might uh, that was left out, who might have predicted all this shit. It says don't follow the church, but they took it out. And left the good bits in. Yeah. Hmm. They viewed uh, material existence as flawed or evil. Yep. Basically, anti-capitalists back in this day. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's the New Testament, isn't it, Jesus? Yes. And they have a very strong opinion of Old Testament God versus New Testament God. They see Old Testament God as being jealous and vengeful and nasty, hence the flood, destroying Sodom and Gomorrah, um, Lot, remember him? Lot, um, yeah. his wife got turned into a pillar of salt and then his daughters fucked him. Right. Yeah? Had a bit of a shitty life. Uh, all that is the devil. That's not That's not God, that's the devil. That's the, that behaviour there is yeah. fucking evil. Mm-hmm. 
they go for New Testament gods of Jesus and they don't really see a difference between Jesus God and the, and, and the spirit it's like one sort of Holy Spirit as yeah. such they em- put the emphasis on personal spiritual knowledge yeah and enlightenment and rejecting the authority of the church okay yeah I think that's the simplest way to describe it is you're rejecting the authority of the church you know the Catholic Church at this point in Europe and in the sort of 12th to 14th centuries as we go a bit on the line it got to Europe this stuff did took a hold in the south of France mainly mm-hmm. and what it was is the Catholic Church is all powerful and rich doesn't like people saying you don't need the church to talk to God of course not you don't need to go and give your money to God you don't need to go to the church you don't need to be mumbled pay at your tithes. pay your tithes you don't need to be mumbled at in a language you can't understand because it's in Latin and very, only the priest spoke Latin and told that you're a sinner and give money you don't need to do that it's all in you you can commune with God any way you want and of course the Catholic Church did not fucking like that so these people were seen as heretics they didn't even do the sacrament no. you know they're taking the blood and they said no that's not Jesus that's just bread and wine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if anything it's cannibalism yeah, yeah. It's meant to rep- represent the blood and the flesh of Jesus. Well, that's cannibalism. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> no. I don't think that's yeah, a positive thing, I think. Well, that's it, but it's what it's meant to have said, is on the eve of the crucifixion, the Last Supper. Drinketh this cup, it's wine, it's my blood, eat this yeah. bread, but it's if you're really flesh. Satanists, masking as Christians, then you would want them to be cannibals, wouldn't you? They'll produce evil behaviour, which mm-hmm. therefore powers the archons. So, you yeah. so these guys, the Cathars, it is just symbolic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Gnostics, like, are rejecting that as being as evil and saying, "Well, that's that's what the fuck's the crack with that?" You can argue these people are like freedom fighters from the veil of the archons. It, these guys are almost, if left to their own devices could have been a culture of people that escaped the veil become enlightened enough to to teach enough other people yeah. to, you don't need so the catholic church in this story is the empire it's the bad guy yeah. <laughs> it's being controlled by the archons the pope the remember, <laughs> at this point is probably the most powerful man in europe yeah if he doesn't confirm a king so for example a king dies and his heir has been confirmed by the nobles of the land they had to send off permission to the pope to coronate him as a member of Christendom, as well as the king of the land, mm-hmm. defender of the faith and all that. Yep. You know, the Pope can make or break a kingdom, so obviously he's an archon. Yeah. These Gnostics, you know the full picture, are the enlightened ones, are the Jedi in this scenario? They just outnumbered by the Sith. <laughs> yeah. Cathars though, who were the guys in France who were the Gnostics and owned quite a bit of southern France in all fairness they were wealthy people but they weren't, they weren't into the church as we said they followed these teachings now in 1208 Pope Innocent III what a name <laughs> Innocent I highly doubt it yeah got, <laughs> got together with the French king and they launched a crusade and they pretty much wiped them out virtually wiped them out it religious one, genocide. It, yeah, it was absolutely religious genocide. Uh, Seven thousand dead killed in one castle. That's men, women, and children. And uh, one of my 
I suppose in a way weirdly favourite quotes of showing that uh, religion is a load of um, lunatics. Join it in um, medieval French first and then the English translation. Yeah. Bear in mind I'm not a French speaker. I think there's a bit of Latin in this too. Uh, maybe you should just go with the English. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, um, when asked to spare the abbot commander, Arnold Amory, who was a Cistercian abbot and commander of the forces, said, Kill them all, God will know his own. Hmm. Rough. Rough. Yep. You know what? I'm for it. I think through history it's been covered up. The people that have been enlightened have been oh, killed. Maybe. The peacemakers. And let's extend this even further. JFK, Martin Luther King, men who wanted peace. Mm -hmm. Gandhi. Gandhi, executed. Men who wanted to make things better. Yeah. Ridiculed, mocked in the press, like your precious Jeremy. Yeah, it's like what um, Bill Hicks said. He said that we kill off all the, the good people, the peaceful people. Mm -hmm. We want to make our lives better, we let the demons run amok. Right. Yeah. I think that's actually the best way to sum that up. All of it. Yeah, and I'm a bit more on the Archons here. I'll go on them. Because the Archons, we said they're demonic entities, aren't they? Yeah. They're subordinate to the embodiment of evil. The Nag Hammadi Library I've heard of, which is one of the oldest libraries we've got left. Yeah. Well, the Archons are rulers of a realm within the Kingdom of Darkness who together make up the Prince of Darkness. That's <laughs> yours, go on then. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's who we're fighting. We're fighting Ozzy. I could take Ozzy Osbourne yeah. in a fight nowadays. He's got Parkinson's. Uh, you know, I could take Ozzy right now. <laughs> Come on. The Prince of Darkness. No, no offence to Ozzy. I love Ozzy. He's amazing. But I don't want to fight him. <laughs> There's a number of entities. Five mm. evil archons. The demon, the dragon, the eagle, the fish and the lion. Who, are, who make up the world of darkness which invaded the world of light and a lustful desire to mingle with it. If you think about it, isn't there like eagle on the American flag? Mm. Dragon. That's his eagle. Yeah. Dragon on the, um, isn't there a dragon somewhere? The Battle Banner of Britain used to be a dragon. It was a kingdom of Wessex. It was the flag of England for a long time. Well, we've got the three lions, mate. The three lions, yeah, good point. So we're the lion archon. Dragon, China. Yeah. Demon, um, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not a demon, but you know, fish, you'll be a fish. Atlantis! Hey! Mm. Yeah. Could be. Know, maybe they banished Atlantis. Mm. Flooded it out. Prince of Darkness can only exist by copulation. Yeah. Seems pretty sweet to me. <laughs> I'm not going to call myself during sex now. <laughs> Prince of Darkness. Because <laughs> the darkness can't create, it can only. has to copulate with the light in order to create. More darkness. Okay. Well, there we go, yeah. That's. Is that everything? I think we've made that fairly simple. Ish. Possibly. I, I, I'm actually. Actually, kind of doomed for part of it. <laughs> maybe not the. For the first time ever. Maybe not the alien spiritual side. Well, not the spiritual side, anyway. I've never been in favour of that. But not the the alien side I mean, maybe the aliens do run the planet it's a possibility are the archons probably reptilians maybe but the unhappier we are is only making money for other people and money is apparently happiness 
I can't see how they're feeding off us from it, you know, in, in sort of like negative waves coming off of us, you know. Yeah, your emotions, and they they feed in it from the etheric plane. Mm. <laughs> Are you not buying it? No! Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm on the fence. Oh, no. what is it, I'm actually, I'm, 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 I think that we it's are. It's a great theory, though, because it think... all makes sense, it all fits in. Mm-hmm. You can all, you can apply it all to the real world, but I just think it's just humans doing it to other humans, unfortunately. Which is well, this is more sad. That's what I'm with, you see, is we do all this, like, dumbing people down, making us ill with, with food, stuff like that is happening, but it's just all being done for profit rather than than some kind of emotional gratification. But what if these what if these guys who are, let's face it, the head of most, the CEOs of most major companies, are sociopaths? You know, psychological testing has confirmed some of that, hasn't it? Yeah. You know, you've got to have sociopathic traits to be that successful in business and not give a shit about who you trample over to make, to make money. So maybe that's some kind of emotional gratification in that way. Maybe this whole, like, spiritual thing is just symbolic they're like they're just getting off on on making us fat and taking our money for it like the guys who own cigarette companies we all buy tobacco we all smoke we're paying to kill ourselves they must be pissing themselves at us but that can be explained by profits money and greed can't it you don't need all this bullshit about etheric planes and astral planes and demonic entities feeding off our negativity you don't need all that to explain it just yeah. greed. Yeah. What if the CEOs are inhabited by demonic entities? Well, that is the case, and we're fucked, aren't we? We're in this prison. Well, you're gonna get enlightened. You're gonna get enlightened or get on a starship and get the hell out of here. <laughs> well, you get find the starship, <laughs> and we'll get the hell out of here. We're all going. I'll try and get enlightened first. You can go on the starship. <laughs> See, now you're up for staying and getting enlightened. Mike's on his own on the starship. I'm my own to Antarctica. <laughs> what are you going to do then? I'm sorry, I told you I'd sit here and try and get enlightened. Oh, right. I'm, like, I'm not going to Antarctica to look for a buried, uh, buried Archon spaceship in the ice. Number one, it's fucking cold. Number two, it sounds like hard work. I'm staying here in the warm, getting enlightened, getting high, and then when you find the spaceship, come pick me up. Hundreds of miles of frozen ice. <laughs> I'll be thousands of miles. I might be gone a while. <laughs> I'll start the well, start the coast. For <laughs> me, I'll stay here and try and get enlightened. If I get enlightened first, I'll send you a message. If you get the spaceship first, because you might get lucky. Might do. Might, might be your first couple of days. You might. Do. <laughs> I'm not sure you can drag somebody that's not enlightened up. Well, we'll teach you how to get enlightened, okay. and then we'll go on the spaceship, we'll combine it all. Huh. Oh, so you get to it, get back your Arctic gear, <laughs> I'll just sit here and get high and meditate. Oh, I'll just sit and watch TV and be enslaved by the Arctic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> Match the days on later, isn't it? <laughs> Fuck the exposition. Oh. oh. So let's go on to some weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Wow, well that's cheery. Um, <laughs> Russia discovers a road of bones on the frozen highway in Siberia. Metal! <laughs> road of bones! <laughs> yeah! Human skull and other remains buried in the sand near Irkutsk may date from the 1917 to 22 Civil War. Wow. 
Turkey. A road of bones has been discovered in Siberia where officials have opened an inquiry into how a human skull and other remains appeared on a frozen highway near Tukhkosi. Oh, for grit, are they? <laughs> <laughs> in Russia, road with you. You get road. Yeah. Hard times. If we can do right to grinding up the bones of the dead to grip the roads, Jesus. <laughs> Well, it was 1917 Russia. Well, there's been a lot of dead bodies in 1917, 1917 to 22 Russia. It looked yeah. pretty, it looked pretty snowy out there. Maybe it's just melted and revealed, isn't it? Global warming. <laughs> yeah. Bastards. Greta needs to get on a plane to Russia. Can I have a word? I wouldn't if I was. Uh, Samantha puts grit. <laughs> <laughs> Putin just snap her neck. <laughs> Turn her bones into grit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The remains just maybe a century old are buried in sand that was spread over a local road to improve traction on black ice. So yes, they were oh, great. That's right. <laughs> so far, the bones of at least three people have been discovered. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> they were actually gritting the roads with bones. Jesus. <laughs> Photographs of the frozen remains first emerged on social media, where locals argued over whether the bodies had come from a nearby cemetery or from a ravine rumoured to have been used as a mass grave because <laughs> loads of mass graves in Russia you know that ravine yeah mass grave is that ravine over there grit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah waste of grit sand with skull and bones has been spread on the roads in Kerensk wrote Nikolai Trufanov a local legislator for the ruling United Russia party in a Facebook post he says, uh, according to preliminary information, utility workers took sand from territory near a cemetery. I can't even describe how monstrous it is. Human remains are occasionally unearthed during construction and roadworks in Russia. But not normally used as great. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly near Second World War battle sites, or fairly obvious, uh, in the west of the country. The remains of at least 10 people suspected to have been Red Army soldiers were discovered in 2014 during construction of a local highway in the Kursk region. Kursk was the largest ever tank battle in history. Mm. I thought it was a cure. <laughs> Kursk? It's also that Russian submarine that sank. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, was it an estimated 250,000 lives lost in the building of the remote highway? Well, I guarantee you it's just where they dropped dead and they just mm. soiled over them as they went along. Oh, no, that was built from Gulag Labour, so that's a different road. The uh, Kolyma Highway from Yatuks to Magadan. Stalin built and under using Gulag Labour. Road of Bones. Metal! It's slightly horrifying, but very horrifying. Is there a song yeah. the Road of Bones? Well, there should be one. Yeah, if there isn't, why not? I'm riding my bike on the road of bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for more like a maiden. I want to pitch out in a maiden. I think they could do a good road of bones. So it's got that tempo on it. Mm. Oh yeah. All right then. Next one. <laughs> road of bones coming soon. Johnny Rotten gets flea bites on groin after keeping squirrels in home. <laughs> good. Good. Fucking sell out. Is he wearing a caftan? Nah, he's just wearing a moomoo, he doesn't want to look weird. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic punk singer Johnny Rotten was shrieking a different tune after discovering flea bites on his penis and inner thigh after letting squirrels inside his Los Angeles home. Don't do that. Don't let squirrels in your house. Don't let wild squirrels in your house, Johnny. 
I looked down there this morning at my willy and there's a fucking flea bite on it, the Sex Pistols singer told UK's Daily Star, and there's another one on the inside of my leg. So the reporter turns up, you got any news, mate? <laughs> ah, yeah. Oh yeah, Johnny Rogers has been bit on the cock and leg by a fucking flea. Yeah, go on, record, go on the TV and call him, get a statement. Oh, fuck me, that's a level of our news now. <laughs> not, not the archons of feeding off our emotions. Yeah. Making us all fucking miserable with news like this. Mm. I mean, I'm traumatised now, Johnny Rotten's been fucking bitten on his groin and leg by his plea. They're feeding off me right now. I said, I couldn't give a shit, I hate the fucker. Well, apparently he's, he's penned a book in which he discusses his relationship with the rodents and even talks about how he orders bags of unsalted peanuts to feed them. Oh, good for him. He was going to say, ordered them to bring him peanuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring me all had, the nuts. <laughs> he had 500 squirrels working for him as part of some yeah. peanut stealing gang. He did to gang. Just, like nuts, <laughs> piles of nuts everywhere. <laughs> he sat on a nut throne yeah, and surrounded by nuts. The squirrel coming and just pushing the nut on the pile. <laughs> <laughs> And then the squirrels chewing in it like the squeeze with duck bank. Like, occasionally a group of squirrels would jump out and arch over his throne and mm. go back into the gold, into the nuts even. Fucking yeah. Doctor Doolittle, eh? <laughs> you can talk to... Well, he's released a punk version of Can You Talk to the Animals? <laughs> talk to the animals. <laughs> I know it sounds a bit fucking hipster, but I do think he's a fucking sellout. I mean, he spent all that time going on about... You know, anarchy in the UK and, you know... Didn't he marry a royal? Yeah, he married into the aristocracy yeah. and now he's loaded and wears tweed all the fucking time. Mm. You know, like, well, you didn't like that in the 70s. It was it was set out, it? You know, you so marry an earl's daughter. Flat cap tweed, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad a flea bit his penis. Yeah, so am I, actually. That's, that's karma, that is, mate. Lizzie <laughs> the Archons have got that one right. <laughs> Chuck that up. One for the Archons. One for the Archons, I agree with that. <laughs> Absolutely. And moving on to our last story, the US ends an era of emotional support animals on plane. Wow. So someone got turned away at the, at the desk when coming to get on a plane with a support peacock. An emotional support peacock. Yeah. That is incredible. I mean, dogs I understand, cats I understand. Small rodents that what they do piss all over your hands and probably get in hives. Yeah. I can kind of understand. Something like that. A peacock, though. Squirrels, you know. Fresh fleas that John, bite your nuts. John Lydon <laughs> loves a squirrel. Yeah. He's only got a most support squirrel. Mm-hmm. He's probably got 20 of them. He has to go first yes, class. He makes him sit in the fucking room with him. He's like, why do you think give one eight to me? And I'm just like, you should fucking sell it, mate. Um, <laughs> finish your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> They're in first class and all the squirrels are just like calling the assistant. Yeah, bringing bags of peanuts. Bring a bag of nuts, Mr. Chippy. <laughs> and screw the squirrel wants another four bags too. And they bring like the champagne and they all get fucking wild. <laughs> Nibbles wants more champagne, bitch. <laughs> Right, so Wednesday's rule changed by the Department of Transportation now says only dogs qualify as service animals. The agency said unusual animals on flight had eroded the public trust in the legitimate service animals. Airlines say the old policy has been abused and was dangerous. Ah, this is obviously people taking the piss there, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. people were bringing on board uh, emotional support horses. (laughs) 
mean, he's a horse on a plane. He'll be fucking terrified. What if it starts bucking and kicking? Who just what? what if it kicks through the fucking fuselage? Well, the guy's next to the window, so he's supposed to sleep. The horse freaks out, bucks out, kicks him, smashes his head against the fucking fuselage, and then kicks through it, leaving a, not only a gaping hole, which is deep, and the plane's depressurizing rapidly, it's also got this dude's blood and brain smeared up it. <laughs> this is a, a ridiculous idea. I'm with the fucking US Airlines on this. Do you have to like, order its own seat? Yeah, you'd have to for this, like for the horse. Would you want to peek up on your on your lap the whole time? <laughs> oh, imagine that that you sat there, this bloke stroking a peacock, right? <laughs> and you just trying to doze off, and you get your headphones in, just playing soothing whale noises, and then you just got <laughs> as he fucking, and then he starts. It smashes you in the face with its fan of a tail as it fucking shows itself to the hostess. <laughs> So, the new well, nightmare! Then you get kicked in the head by a horse. And your skull crushed against a few. Yeah, it's sucked out of the airplane into the engine, which then catches fire. The entire plane's going down, depressurizing up engine flame. And you're just sat in your, in your seat on With fire. <laughs> Engulfed in flames. <laughs> your head's hurting towards the floor, you <laughs> No, you got no head! Oh, right. Don't they should they, they, don't you think they should just give you a um, stress reduction hamster when you become yes. bored? Everybody should just have a little No, hamster. no hamsters on board, they're gonna cheat with the fucking cables and <laughs> oh, shit. Oh shit, yeah! They just give everybody a little hamster. No, like they'll be chewing through the fucking fuel lines! Everybody will be loving these little hamsters. And then, next thing you know, you're at your destination. No, because if they get loose, everyone's dead. <laughs> And there's too many too many motherfucking gerbils on this plane. Well, what support animal would you have then? Hamsters on a plane. <laughs> there's too many motherfucking hamsters on this plane. Snakes Dogs. on a plane. Who Dog. the fuck wrote yeah. that? Yeah, who should support snakes? Look what happened. <laughs> That's, that film was based on a true story, did you know? It was a joke. The right camp with their own. They were getting stoned. No, they were like pissed. snakes on a plane. Someone said snakes on a plane. They were like, yeah, let's make it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's exactly what I thought when I saw the first, like, you know, advertising yeah. for it. I was just like, oh, mate. <laughs> so, Samuel Jackson will star in it. He's in everything. <laughs> what would you have then, Mike? What's your emotional support? Uh, well, I'd love an emotional support pony. <laughs> You're not getting a pony on a plane, are you? Especially now. Let's be uh, realistic. Yeah. My favourite animal is an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> thing, thing is, it's not even the logistics of having the horse on board, which could you know, cause a major accident. What if the horse is like, you know, blocking your route to the toilet? <laughs> it's going to want to get up at some point, isn't it? Right, okay, it's got to be something you, you can on your lap. Next to where... Who's going to... What's going to happen the horse? Crap. Was, yeah, it's going to be shit in the aisle. We're going to be like, oh, fuck me. Worst seat ever. He didn't get kicked in the head. Look, it's hard on. That's the words of it. What if he's just sat in the chair and he gets a fucking rager? Starts looking at you. Slapping in the face. He <laughs> <laughs> just gets it more excited. <laughs> then tries to mount you and that's what pushes your head to the fuselage. <laughs> to the window. Your face has been smushed against the... <laughs> 
What are you getting pumped by a horn? Yes. Some, no, some horse mile high club, what the fuck? <laughs> I'd settle for a micro pig. Well, I was just saying that, I'm thinking there's a picture here of a little pig, like a pig. I was I needed this emotional pigs, support I'd pig. I'd for a pig. Yeah, but the dog breeds um, have, you know, they have to prove that they, they've been trained and, and whatnot to, you know, because it just yeah. takes the piss out of why you, you'd even train a dog to be an emotional support dog or a guide dog or whatever, isn't it? I'd have a right in my emotional support you dog. A, you have to have a whole separate seat for him. You're not keeping him on your lap for the... Yeah, he'll on the floor, wouldn't he? I'll have one of the extra legroom seats. I'd disguise your pony as a horse. As a dog, I mean. <laughs> Well, you're going to put your, dog, your pony in a dog suit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a bit of a giveaway with days, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I'm going to wear an oversized neighing dog. It's Tibetan, I think. The neighing dog. Well, they quoted that the days of Noah's Ark in the air are hopefully coming to an end. The Association from Flight Attendant President Sarah Nelson said. What a spoil sport. Ooh. Oh, it's not the dog. I don't want to hear anything flash. It's like a nice little chameleon or something. What, what about if you've got an emotional support honey badger? It just goes nuts. That's biting people's groins. Feasting on their gooey, gooey insides. Because it makes you feel better. So. you got to be sensible with this stuff. I'm with, I'm with the Federation. I'm with the US Department of Transportation now. I'm on their side. Shout out to you for being made of common sense to the air. If they wouldn't let me on with the peacock, yeah, I'd just like put some straps on it and like try to like smuggle it through his back. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see that thing that the US uh, sub- New York subway banned uh, any dog from the subway unless you could fit it in a bag? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And like you have people like you know them big them like sort of heavy duty canvas sacks, like, you know? yeah, and the little bags, yeah. not little. Uh, um, what's that fucking sweet IKEA bags? Yeah. yeah. And they, they, they like basically cut a head hole out for the dog's head <laughs> and four leg holes and a tail it. hole and they used to like walk it in like that. <laughs> Loads of people, someone just put a bag over the dog's head and cut a face hole. And, <laughs> and other people make like rucksacks with little like, like legs coming through. Yeah. Some bloke had like a golden retriever on his back. Oh, <laughs> oh no, sorry, he was like a baby carrier. Yeah. Dog was just sighing it with a tail all over and everything. Uh-huh. He was just kind of dog was like up by his face, his ace. But yeah, gotta get imaginative, isn't it? You have. But yeah, fuck the uh, peacock. That'd be a nightmare. I'd be like on board next to. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be very. Happy. And the pony. Mm. What if your emotional support animal's a car horse? <laughs> like 14, 15 fucking hands high. That's a big horse. Or an os. I just pronounced in this part of town. You know, you don't want that next to you, do you, for the entire flight? We can stamp in its hooves on the floor, getting freaked out at takeoff and landing. You'd be fucked if it was a blue whale. It's gonna. It's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Here's my emotion as a poor blue whale. You need to be able to put the tank on board. Uh, which, by the way, means there's only enough room for me and the whale to fly. <laughs> it's got a 10 foot dick. <laughs> it likes flying. <laughs> it's fine on the plane, but you just gotta get in the tank. <laughs> So you just take all the seats out, you just put the tank in, and then we'll leave one seat for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's economical. <laughs> oh dear. That weird news? 
That is weird news. news. So uh, then we've got some fucked up facts to finish the show on. Jingle. Yes, please. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, 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 facts. Facts. Love it. <laughs> LGBTQ plus people are more likely to have migraines. Why? I'd say especially lesbians because they're both nagging each other. <laughs> oh, mate. That is so... Sexist joke. That is so burning, man. It is. <laughs> oh. Apologise. <laughs> Go on. Um, oh, wow. Well, I'm just wondering, what transgender people having migraines? I suppose, I don't know. Hormones, injection, hormone pills, uh, something like that, maybe. Oh, no, stress in, in stress general. Stress in general. Yeah. Feeling accepted, all sorts. Yeah. Disgusting the way that, you know, some people betray them all right. Yeah. That's it. Okay, all right, next one then. Snoozing your alarm clock just makes you less alert when you get up. Yeah, I believe it. I've snoozed yeah. mine three or four times in a row before now. I usually just set the alarm. I just set the alarm for 40 minutes instead of just snoozing it fucking four times. Yeah. You get more out of it then, don't you? Mm. And just roll out of bed and then like... <laughs> I never use a snoozy alarm. Never. It's only because I hate my job that I do it now. <sighs> it's just a false, a false sense of getting the extra time though, isn't it? Of course. It's psycho- a psychological thing. <clears throat> I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll ruin it by... Uh, being aware but asleep that I'm on snooze and I'll wake up, I'll sleep for like three or four minutes and then... You're having oh, a really oh, great dream you know, as well. And you're like, and you're, oh my god, did I set my alarm to snooze or what? I'm oversleeping and then you're oh no, I've actually got like three minutes left. Oh well, I'm about to sleep. And then you don't. Because you're waiting for the alarm then. Yeah. It's a shitty thing to do. But I can't help myself. I'm addicted. To sleep? Yeah. I haven't used an alarm clock in about nine months. Bravo. Yeah, that's because you fucking wake up whenever you want, basically. Yeah. You're not constrained by, no. by the man, no. by the a archons. A school run. Oh my god, Mike's not constrained by the archons. See, I'm becoming enlightened. Oh, that Jedi course is really paying off. Yeah, it certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> a galactic year is a time it takes the sun to orbit the centre of the Milky Way. Have a guess. How, how long do you think that takes? Um, 365 million years. Quite close. <laughs> wow, I was going a lot lower than that. <laughs> He's quite close. Right, okay, 400 and... Oh, you went the wrong way, I'm afraid. Oh. A bit less. 230 million years. Million years, crikey. Because well, it sort of looks like a spider spinning in space, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's all a bit creepy. So... Yeah, for us to get to one spot, do a full rotation mm-hmm. to get back to the same spot. Yeah, because it's weird because the sun's going around the centre of the Milky Way. Milky no, Way I... is going around the centre of... Uh, hang on, wait. Our little solar system's spiralling, isn't it? Yeah. The sun's doing its own thing and the sun's holding everything else together. We're all going around the sun. Yeah, the sun's, the sun's going, going around, around something else. The galactic centre. The solar system's going around that. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a cosmic ballet. But using that time scale, 230 million years, the mass extinction event which killed the dinosaurs happened just over three months ago. 
Oh my god, R.I.P.D. Dinosaurs. Feels, feels a lot longer than three months. <laughs> Whoa. Seems like they were only here three months ago. <laughs> Covid was a killed him off. Anti-T-Rex. <laughs> An uncle Velociraptor. <laughs> my emotional support Velociraptor. Can <laughs> uh, I take it on the plane? Yes, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> you st- Someone's pissing me off, he just tapped it to you. Say, do you want to say no to somebody with a velociraptor? <laughs> exactly! <laughs> my velociraptor needs a seat, it's my emotional support animal. <laughs> and just tapped its claw impatiently until they agree. Mm. But shut the fuck up. And I go, clever girl. And she nods and winks. So is that in space time it's only three months then? Or a different time? No, if a year. If we used our year to be a solar year, yeah, it would be equivalent. So, how many years was two hundred and thirty million years? So it's two hundred and thirty million years. Sixty-five million years ago, the dinosaurs got extinct. That would be three months ago if you condensed it to one year of our yeah. Yeah. So when will they have died out? Uh, three months ago, we're at December now. No, they have died off in like September. I miss them already. No. Mm. don't know if you've had this one but the male Argonaut octopus is 30 times smaller than the female and mates with her remotely by detaching a sex tentacle preloaded with sperm which wriggles its way into a mantle where it lives until she's in the mood to use it nah you've got to be in the <laughs> well, mood yeah so could she have potentially like dozens of male octopuses <laughs> hanging off her I guess at one point or fighting for place. Little sex tentacles hanging off it. Yeah. She's like, ooh, bit horny now. I'll use that one. I'll yeah. use that one. And then he's letting go. Cast to the oceans. Deposits a sperm and then lets it go. Yeah. Calls him a taxi and he fucks off. <laughs> Wipes his dick on the curtain. <laughs> the seaweed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is that how SpongeBob was born? <laughs> It's that annoying though, isn't it? What, what? a female octopus. Yeah. You know, you're just doing your business, going through the sea, all of a sudden, like, fucking home, like a homing beacon, all these <laughs> sex tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dodge weave, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the mood. <laughs> what, do think, what, do they just, just clamber onto you, don't they? Yeah, yeah they don't insert themselves, then just hang around. That was the impression. So remotely, so they oh, attach right. it, and it, must we'll swim up to it. Oh fuck me! They got like a homing torpedo yeah. for a sponge. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. It's a homing dildo. Mm. Goes in. She's just like, oh, okay, I'll keep it for later. Maybe you. Oh, yeah. another one. Oh, maybe you. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That one's a bit bigger. <laughs> Try that one. <laughs> He's got visions of all these unused, disposable octopus tentacles filled with cum floating around everywhere. They've missed the targets. Mm. <laughs> or she decided not to use just cast them off yeah she just cast them off you're swimming around as a fish next thing you know you've got a fucking tentacle full of cum spying you in the face <laughs> a shitty day that is goddamn octopus sluts a close ancestor of the guinea pig mm-hmm. that lived three million years ago was as large as a buffalo and had a bite as strong as that of a tiger Oh. <laughs> I thought it was still adorable though. Imagine that's a support oh. animal. <laughs> you support guinea pig. Mate, you gotta get that on a plane. 
You tell it that. <laughs> a tramp. <laughs> Just eats the computer chair with only one go. How big was it again? Big as a cow. Buffalo. Yeah. Wow. That's going to be gnawing on trees, isn't it? To yeah. Keep them teeth down. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that fucking thing would eat you. Just accidentally. <laughs> be lay next to the bed and just secure it in a snore. You'd be able to ride that thing. Maybe we need to bring it back and use it as a means of transportation. Save the planet. Mm, that might be a bit wild. Oh, tame over generations of breeding for dogs. We'll just train them to carry us places. Mm. That would be quite cruel, maybe. Well, we've done that to horses. We don't use horses anymore, do we? Yeah, but... Seems like a bit of a backwards move, then. But these are cuter. These are cuter than horses. Guinea got pigs. Big, got big gnashing teeth that can come and, like... Have you? Yeah, if someone tries... If, if, like, Dick Turpin on his guinea pig steed attempts to fucking attack you, you know, yours will give a fighting chance, wouldn't it? You're roaming through the forests of England on your guinea pig. How often do you roam through the forests? I give a pig every other Sunday. Is it? Yeah, usually noon too. <laughs> yes, the day the mushrooms are growing the garden. Are your famous nude day? <laughs> yeah, where I have nude day. <laughs> Rummaging through the forest. Yeah. And truffles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then at night I go out around the little lower bins with a group of urban foxes. Mm. Yeah. The crack fox. Crack foxes. Yeah. yeah. I think they're crackheads, but they screech like foxes, I assume. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm off me tits. In the First World War, actor Basil Rathbone. Who? <laughs> right, great name, though. Yeah, I think he played Sherlock Holmes, I'm not sure. Ah, you might be on to something there. Apparently, he led covert missions in the First World War disguised as a tree. Wow, that explains that haunted look he had in his eyes. Every time he saw a forest. I forgot the kid in Gremlins that sells the Christmas trees dressed as a tree. <laughs> yes, I can believe that. <laughs> yeah, man. It's ingenious, although standing as a tree in the middle of no man's land where there's no trees. And the Germans are going to be on the lookout going, well, Hans, you see that tree over there? Go and piss up it. Hey. I wasn't there yesterday, was it? There was nothing there yesterday. Yeah, that tree looks large enough to accommodate two men. Like, one's a sniper, one's a spar. Let's shoot it. <laughs> Did he have a short military career? Let's shoot it to make sure. Says. Oh, look, it's leaking red. I don't know. I don't know what context, but he was a tree, apparently. Wow. I'd like to think he was very successful. I hope so, but I'm imagining he has a very short military career with the best disguise he can come up with is a tree. He'd have a better look wearing like a corpse, for example. <laughs> There's lots of them about. If he buried his way into a mortar like a mound of corpses, <clears throat> he'd have been a lot more successful. He'd just be hiding then, wouldn't he, Ben? <laughs> yeah, he's hiding as a tree, though, isn't he? He's under surveillance. There's yeah. a difference between hiding under corpses. It's still surveillance. <laughs> surveillance in from a your tree, like you know. If he if he'd gone out attached to a group of corpses and dragged them through the mud with him, attached to wires, 
I wonder what his disguise was. Like he was wearing a brown t-shirt and he got two sticks on either end. <laughs> and a green wig. <laughs> sort of looked like an umpa-dumpa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think his ninja career was that long. I think he got shot very quickly. He looked like a stump. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Imagine if you got all his arms and legs shut off, then he could be a stump. He still wanted to serve king and country, so he painted him brown and put him in the middle of no hands on as a stump. <laughs> oh, that's terribly That's terrible. <laughs> oh, I feel like I should say something about the veterans now. God bless you. Yeah. Can't believe in that. No, we'd never employ people who've lost their arms and legs. There's camouflage snipers. Next fact. Yes. <laughs> chess is banned in Russian Antarctic stations as one 1959 chess match became so heated one player attacked the other with an ice axe. Yeah, I can believe it. You wouldn't want any games where there's an element of losing. Mm. You can get tenth. Yeah, you? You get, if, you, if you'd lost a few games and you know he's better than you and he's like, oh, I'm better. And you're drinking a bit of vodka. And you got a bit of vodka on the go because you'd have to have vodka. It's very cold. It's very cold and vodka's warming. And you keep losing the chess. Ooh. It's, it's going to get nasty. Let's say you've polished a bottle off in the night and you, you know your chess playing qualities are diminishing as you're getting more drunk. And you're pissed off at yourself and he's just laughing at you because you're slumped on the table making the wrong move all the time. You're, gonna, you're just going to go for him at some point. Yeah. They should have weed on the fucking station. Yeah. Get them high, you'll end what they want then. Get 25 naked men down there. <laughs> See if that cheers up. Nice sauna. Mm. Jump out into the snow. Yeah. Hit each other with birch twigs. <laughs> Whatever you're you want. in too, Ben. <laughs> That's what they do in Sweden. Is it? They used to. Outdoor <laughs> saunas, yeah, you don't jump in. Antarctica, yeah. Not Sweden. Well, well, no, you're going to get birch twigs in Antarctica. Take it with them. You know me, I'm, all, I'm always trying to turn everything into a spa. Spa day. Spines of dead penguins are being death of it. Hey, that's fucking sick. I'd have an emotion of a penguin. Yeah. I'm going to go there just to get a penguin. Actually, there's no penguin. Oh, there is, isn't there? Yeah. South Pole penguins, are they? South, right, yeah. Right, yeah. Live in the south. <laughs> oh, they'll fucking cut you, they will. <laughs> Imagine a cockney penguin, how adorable would that be? What if it's trying to cut you? <laughs> It'd be the, the baby Yoda with attitude. <laughs> Little cockney penguin. Yeah, yeah, he's knife in his beak. I'll cut you, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's not that penguin out of Wallace and Gromit. He was yeah. the same then. I don't know, yeah, but he could have been cockney. He yeah, could have been, I suppose. Maybe we should uh, do a, what's it called, a voiceover type, you know, yeah. clip. Yeah, let's see what the penguin's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> think he's going to cut Wallace up? <laughs> yeah, I think he's flattered it. Gromit, he wants to, like, you know, infiltrate as his new sidekick. Yeah, he's, you know, he's thinking Gromit would run this shit show a lot What is better. his name? Cause it, you know, I have no idea. It's got to go with Gromit, hasn't it? Uh, you know, instead of Wallace and Gromit, it's got to be Wallace uh, He's just like a sidecast, isn't he? Well, he's, he's trying to get Gromit out of the way, isn't he? So what? what's his name? Morris. Wallace and Gr- Morris. <laughs> Wallace and Morris. Morris. Some people wore in the space cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Some Wallace gangs do Morris. 
what's the next one? MI5 initially worked with Boy Scouts for information gathering during World War One, but found they were unreliable spies. <laughs> no. And inclined to brag about their work. No, never. Not a not a, pre, a prepubescent or early teenage boy not brag about what they're doing. Yeah. Right, no. I'm with sweets. <laughs> I killed 15 Germans, mate. Uh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Uh, MI5 then replaced the scouts with girl guides. You proved much more reliable. Oh, yeah, shady little fuckers. <laughs> I was a girl guide. That's just <laughs> sexist at best. How about this for sexist? The word his appears in the Bible, have a guess, how many times? 866. 800. 8,472. Oh. The word hers features three. Keeping us some goddess worship. Three. Three times, yeah, hers. The word hers. But his is 8,476. Well, it just explains everything, doesn't it? Yeah, that's why it's called his story. Mm. You know, history. Oh, her, her story. It's called it? her story. History. History? Yeah. Should be. Bring it back. Feminists probably want that brought in. History. Yeah. And Ru- RuPaul. I think we I think we need it. Feminist reawakening leaders. Because well, they're better fucked, haven't they? There's, there's some real militant feminists. Yeah, you don't want that. Not as many as men, though. No, obviously. Joe, yeah. watch some scissor in a wardrobe. <laughs> Do you want to watch them from a wardrobe as they scissor? We just need some balance, isn't it? A bit of balance. Yeah. There were a lot of civilizations in the past that did have female leaders and worshipped the female deity. Mm-hmm. There were. Goddess worships were the oldest worships out there. Mm. It's like Mother, isn't it? You know. Yeah, Mother Earth. The divine female, mm-hmm. however you want to put it. Four times as many tortoises have been to space than British people. No way. Why tortoises? Experiments, I guess. Oh, the tortoises make it back. I guess, yeah. I hope so. Mutant. (laughs) (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There you go. That's where they came from. (laughs) You know, experiments that they breed and things like that. I thought they did the monkeys and that and the dogs and stuff. Yeah, they've done birds as well. Uh, Little hummingbirds. See, Things and canaries and shit, just to see like how the they... hummingbirds could just chill out in space. They wouldn't have to like. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 this is, oh, this is, this is so gravity. They'd love it. How would they get their like seed? Well, they, oh, they'd just do that. They'd have to just bat their way up, wouldn't they? Like little little thruster flips. Little I've thruster. just seen videos of the little chicks, and they're just sort of like flapping and just sort of spinning. <laughs> Probably freaking the fuck yeah, out of the Oh, great! <laughs> oh, no! Oh, they just flushed the bodies out of the space oh, as well. Probably. Oh, man! Totally killed the fantasy, Mike. Cheers, dude. <laughs> I, I thought they were going to be buzzing in space. Yeah, but, me too. Like, you know, don't think they're The hummingbird was going to be doing it's like basically equivalent to sitting back with shades on, smoking yeah. a joint. Yeah. Loving it. Now having to work tomorrow. It's like a holiday for him, isn't it? Be real fat as well. Yeah. <laughs> Get really fat eating space rations. They just don't seem to have the coping zero G. Oh, well, no birds in space? No. In a recent YouGov survey, Brits voted for their favourite country. Can anyone guess what it was? Britain. Britain! Oh, England. Britain came fourth. Ah! Um, USA? Nope. Spain? No. Amsterdam. <laughs> Germany. Holland, you mean? 
<laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> no, it was an English-speaking country then. Canada. Canada. Australia. No. New Zealand. Yes. New Zealand, yeah. eh? Why? Don't know. Yeah, right. What was the list? It's quite green over there, isn't it? All I know is that New Zealand won and Britain came fourth. Ooh. Bloody traitors everywhere. <laughs> I think we see it as sort of like a... Let's go to the country of Amsterdam. <laughs> I guess that we sort of see it as Britain before we spoilt it with the satanic mills. And the satanism. <laughs> and then the, you know, the, the adrenochrome harvesting. Yeah. Yeah, but that's they're a left-wing government, aren't yeah. they? New Zealand and they've actually got no cases. Of yeah, the way they they did the COVID thing properly, they had yeah. one case and they locked the entire country down. Yeah. They had that little bit of a second wave because some fucking American went over there. Isn't the the prime minister or equivalent uh, a woman as well? Yeah, she's yeah. in her thirties as well, isn't yeah. she? Late thirties maybe. That says everything. She's president of New Zealand, and we're not. We're the same age. That sucks. Exactly that, think of what yeah. we could have achieved. Speaks volumes, that, doesn't it? Yeah, think of what we could have achieved. Mm. I know, yeah. Had we uh, put our minds to uh, yeah. any education. <laughs> <laughs> TV. <laughs> yeah, let's watch the telly. Yeah. On that note, yeah, there you have it. Like us on Facebook, please. If you fancy getting in touch with us, you can send us a message. Especially leaving Shady Nasty. I'm curious as to who's listening to us all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really want to know who you are drop a line yeah that'd be great yeah I've been Ben thanks for listening don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a call I've been Mike thanks for listening peace out may the force be with you and I've been Claire keep an open mind but not so open that it dribbles out your ears <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>